Hi guys, so you're welcome to another episode of Let It Off Your Chest and you've got Thelma with you today and Naza and Dion. Okay, so today we're gonna to be talking about quiet time, which is a very interesting and important topic. And essential, yeah. An essential topic in our journey. Oh yes. In Christ. So Dion is gonna we just into the conversation, guys. That's what you do at him. All right. So we're talking about quiet time, and I think the first scripture we should go ahead and start reading as we start is Psalms ninety-one. Hmm. Psalms ninety-one, from verse one. I'll read from the King James version, hmm. and the Bible says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Of the Almighty. Mm. Amen. Amen. I'll just go ahead and read yours too. Where it says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, my God, in Him will I trust. Amen. So, one of the things um, you notice is that the Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of most shall abide under the shadow. Mm. And one thing that you realize is that if you want to be in somebody's shadow, you have to be close to the person. Mm. Yeah. So, if I'm going to be in the shadow of God, I need to be close. Yeah. And I believe that that is what your quiet time is. Your quiet time is being in a secret place. Mm. It's a quiet time. It's not like everyone's supposed to know. It's not supposed to be a place where, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things going yeah, on. You're posting on your story. Yeah. No, yeah. No one of them was like, you're posting on your story. <laughs> yeah, my t- I'm quiet time. Quiet time. Yeah, hashtag. It's, it, it doesn't, no one needs to know. No one needs to know. between you and God, yeah. It's literally between you and God. It's yeah. a secret. That's why... Uh, depending on you know what church you go to, you might even call it the secret place. Mm. I'm going to that secret place. Yeah. You know, so um, I think that's one of the most important things that when you have a quiet time, you need mm. to be in a secret place. Mm. And I think the blessing of us being in uni now. Mm. I mean, I don't know if you have a lot of siblings. Maybe you had to share your room before, but by God's grace, now that's not the, that's not the <laughs> no, that's actually, not the situation. I was looking forward to it. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a blessing now. You have the blessing of being in a secret place mm. in your room. Yeah. Because before maybe your siblings will call Barging. You know, yeah. Maybe you have to do your quiet time very late at night yeah, or very early in the morning. morning. But now you can have your quiet time. You know. Any time of the day in your room. Maybe me one of the things I like to do is I put my blinds down if it's during the day because I like it. I like it when it's dark. dark. <laughs> yeah, and there's something about dark yeah. that makes it more like lonely, just me and you, yeah. just me and God. You know. So you can really be in that secret place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we should keep, we can keep going on and also look at Matthew 6. Matthew 6 also talks about quiet time. Mm-hmm. And we'll read from verse 5. Um, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth. This is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. Openly. Openly. That's why I feel sorry about that. I'm really caging. Yeah. Mine says, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, Mm. pray. Pray to thy father, which is in secret. Mm. Yeah. So when you're having a quiet time, it needs to be a secret place. Mm. Yeah. 
it's all about the secret things that we just mentioned. And the Bible is saying that we shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't you know, seek to let everybody know, like the hypocrites. Yeah, like we're just talking about the Instagram. Like yeah. it's just, we, we we we're not. The expectation is not. Oh, hi guy, by the way, did you do your quiet time? I did my quiet time. I don't know yeah. about you, but yeah, I was just spending time with God. You know, God yeah. was just telling me about John three sixteen, how He so loved the world. You know, mm. no, that's not the expectation. The expectation is that it's just you and God. So it's your opportunity, your one on one time with God. That's what the quiet time is for me. I don't know, but what do you guys have to say about it? I understand, but obviously, as someone who does. I don't do this, but I try to give like excuses for people that do it as someone who does like social media ministry. Okay. Yeah, because like the last the last one I shared about um, I know the way to heaven. There was something I learned during my prayer time, and I thought you know it would make for a good a good way to share the gospel on social media. Oh yeah, fully. Yeah, but I get what you mean. It's not. You don't do it so that it's like yeah, what we're talking about love. Yeah, it's yeah. like what we're talking about love the other time. You do it because like I want to, I want to know God, but it's like out of that can flow people. You know, and what I heard a man of God say is that when you do that with a post on Instagram, what that generally means is that you don't do it quite a lot. Because have you realized that generally when we post on Instagram? We post things that we don't usually do often. Oh, then when you post, you know, usually post like an event. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like. It's like, as though you don't do this often, like, mm-hmm. why is it that this is so special? Like, exactly. No, I'm not saying that the quiet time is not special. Of course, it's a very special time of God. Mm. But it's like, wow, like, look at yeah. what I'm doing, guys. <laughs> That's what you, like, when you, when you travel, it's not like you travel every day, but you, you know, you know how everyone likes to post yeah. them in the plane, there's the post, you know, yeah. the, the wing of the plane with, yeah. the, with the clouds. And people like to post, it's not, every, it's not everyday sight that you get, yeah. you know? So usually what you see that, when, you, when I see people do that, my general, assumption is that maybe this is not something you do often mm. you know but what i say to the social media is this what i've heard from a lot of men of god is that a lot of their preachings actually stem from their quiet time mm, yeah so that's that's why you put an emphasis on your quiet time because what your quiet time does is allows you to like the bible says acts 1 8 you know and um but ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost has come upon you and ye shall become witnesses so the bible expects us to be witnesses mm. And when you do your quiet time, that's where you learn. You know, one of the things I like to do in my quiet time, Joshua one eight, it says, uh, "This book of the law um, shall not depart from your mouth, and thou shalt meditate on it day yeah, and night. night." So meditating on it means like you're you know, constantly thinking about it and stuff like that. And that. So one of the things I like to do is memorize. You know, I like to memorize scriptures in my quiet time. So it's a good opportunity for me to have to memorize the scriptures that I can use now when I'm doing my outreach, becoming exactly. a witness. That's where I'll use it, you know. So technically, in a way, I will be sharing my quiet time with people. Mm. There's no, there's nothing wrong with doing that. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm posting it just yeah. for other people just to for, see. Yeah. yeah. But really, what we're trying to talk about now, right now, is the importance of quiet time. So why is it important for you guys to do your quiet time? I I will say that it's important for me, and it should be important for everyone else, because it, it lets us draw closer to God. Because when you read scriptures. The Holy Spirit ministers to us, and every single time, every single like passage or whatever you read, there's always something new to get from. Even if it's something that you've read over and over again, it's ever the Word of God is ever new in in our lives, right? So it just helps you to build that your relationship with God, and it's if you have those scriptures to back you up, it's it's less easy for you to fall into temptation. I'm not saying it's totally like impossible. impossible but 
you know, if you're about to do something that is, and you remember, oh, there was this verse I read that God spoke about this, spoke about that, you know, it's it's easier, it's going to help you to stand your ground and not really fall into that temptation, you know. And we just draw closer to God, we learn more about Heavenly Father, and it just strengthens our relationship with Him. So I think that's um, something I really love about quiet time. Yeah. For me, it's because um, usually I do my It was when I came first of that day. I always knew it was called quiet time, but stressing the importance of it, call it quiet time because mm. I do what I would call quiet time in the morning and then at night I pray mm. for maybe longer hours. But the thing is, obviously, especially in uni, there are times I come back and I cannot. I cannot pray like I can't like bring myself stand up and pray. Like doing it, it set, helps me set my day. And there's this thing I was listening to. What's it called? Well, I don't know if I was listening. to I was discussing with someone. I was like, when you don't pray, like when you don't commun communicate with God or read your Bible, mm. is communicating pride. Is like I can do yes. life without God. Mm. That's what you're saying mm -hmm. when you don't pray. Like I can't. that's why even at night, even if I've done my quiet time in the morning, like. Naza, as you're lying down here, are you saying that you can go to sleep and wake up without mm. talking to God? Mm. And it makes me stand up. So it's like, that's one thing. And sometimes my quiet time helps me, like, prepare me for, prepare, prepares me for the day. I think it was on, was it, it was yesterday, my quiet time I was praying. And it was, it, it prepared me for service. Like, yeah. if I hadn't done my quiet time the way I did it on Saturday morning, in service it would have just been vibes for me like i wouldn't have been blessed the way i was blessed yeah. so yeah it's important in that way yeah yeah and i think that um we should open our bibles to luke 10 verse 38 to really get a better grasp yeah. of the importance of quiet time i think when we, when we read that scripture we'll see actually quiet time is one of the most important things it's like you know just before um the previous podcast we were just speaking about love of God mm. and um, uh, Matthew 22 verse 37 to 38 mm. verse 38 uh, verse 37 uh, Jesus said that uh, someone asked him in verse 36 what's the greatest commandment mm. and he continued to say in verse 37 that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart with all thy soul with all thy mind and then he said in verse 38 that this is the first and the greatest commandment mm. but another thing we'll realize about quiet time is also how important it is for mm. every believer Let's look at verse, um, Luke 10, from 30, 38 to 42. Um, any of you can read it for squared. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her, tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is, one, there is only one thing worth being concerned about. Yeah. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. Exactly. Yeah. So, what we're seeing here is that um, we can liken this into our Christian lives of serving God. So we're all in church. Mm. I mean, I'm in media. You know, I do pictures. You I'm guys, airport star. Airport stars. So yeah, if you want to explain quickly what airport stars do. Basically, ushers or female ushers, but not we really. Smell. Yeah, welcoming people, Most welcoming, you know. taking care of like the welfare aspect of the church or yeah. Yeah. offering communion. Yeah. Exactly. So they do like basically they're beautiful ushers. Anyway, um, 
and you know we do all of these things in church mm. we are you know constantly we're serving god mm-hmm. by god's grace you know? Mm-hmm. you know the bible says that i choose you this day who you serve so the bible gives us a choice to serve and we want to serve god it's a blessing i believe that it's also a sign of your love for god yeah. because like we were saying before uh, previously that there is no um love without service mm. but um jesus is saying that actually jesus all, all these things are great like you should be in the house of god you should serve you know you should serve the people people god's people but he well, can you read that um verse um 41 again please okay 41 but the lord said to her my dear martha you are worried and upset over all these details okay, so pause he said you are worried and upset about all these details mm. you're worried and upset about the sound being yeah. good mm. you're worried and upset about the light you're worried and upset about beautiful pictures mm. you're worried and upset about is my you know is my is my shirt on properly shirt it, yeah. uh, uh, how are my shoes looking mm. you know you're worried and upset about all of these small little details mm. uh, not to say that these are not important clearly they are but jesus continues to say what there is only one thing worth being concerned about there's only one thing worth being concerned, concerned about. about and what did jesus say mary had discovered it and mary has discovered it so what is that thing that jesus was talking about well if we go back to the beginning of the verse mm. where it says verse 39 please. 39 her sister mary sat at the lord's feet listening to what he taught exactly so jesus is basically saying that what mary has discovered mm. was that sitting at the lord's feet mm. and listening to what he has to say is actually the most, most important, important thing that you should be concerned yeah. about as a christian mm. yeah being at the feet of jesus so what how i see my, my quiet time is actually is a time of me being at jesus feet mm. yeah mm-hmm. my quiet time is is the time for me to be at the the, the feet of jesus christ mm. and listening to his words That's i'm not only speaking about the red words in your bible mm. talking about all the words because it's all yeah. the word of god uh, yeah. if I'm, if I'm, the bible says in the beginning you know uh, in the in the beginning was a word mm. yeah so we're talking about the word of god so mm. the beginning of the word the word was god and the word was with god word. and the bible said and the word became flesh so yeah. we're talking about jesus christ the word of god is jesus christ yeah. so we're sitting at the feet of jesus when we read our that's why it's also important to go to church yeah i can never i i wish people could understand how important it is because when people say oh my quiet, I have my quiet time, and that's not. It's not enough. You need to go to church. Mm. Yeah, and honestly, based on the worst thing is like, is that every week I I listen in church. There's, pastor Pastor Andrew or Bishop or Bishop Hill or whoever is explaining a verse, and I feel like I know this verse. Like I've studied it before, yeah. but like they explain it in a way like, calm down, like, like rewind, understanding like, it. Yeah, what? Yeah. Have a deep understanding. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what it is. And it says, uh, God has given unto us um, shepherds and... I yeah, he's given us pastors. He's given mm. unto to us yeah, prophets, yeah. And the Bible basically says in Jeremiah 3, verse 15, that God has given uh, uh, he, God has given us pastors according to his own heart, mm. you know, to feed us with knowledge mm. and understanding. So it's important that you go to church and listen to this because these are given to us from God, from his heart. Yeah. yeah God actually selected this person to be our pastor. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to, what I don't want to uh, confuse is going to church and listening to preaching mm. with your quiet time. Yeah. The most important thing is for you to hear directly from Jesus. Mm. But also, your pastor, going to church and listening to preaching is also important. The Bible is showing us that these are both important things because sitting at the feet and listening to a man of God mm. 
you, we need to see as Christians that we're not just listening to a man of God, but we are listening to a vessel which the Holy Spirit is using to speak to us. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not just a man of God, but he's a vessel of God. He's the mouthpiece. He's being employed by God to be, and when I say employed, I'm not talking like he's being paid. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about like the, the Holy Spirit is using him, speaking to him. Mm. Yeah. That's why the Bible says in Ezekiel 2 2 that, and he spoke unto me, and the mm. Spirit entered into me, and I lit, and lifted me up on him. Mm. So actually, when we are spoken to, the Spirit of God can, be, can enter into us when mm. we hear the word of God. But what we're trying to emphasize right now is on your quiet time. Mm. So the way I see my quiet time is I'm sitting at the feet of Jesus. And I'm doing what he said is this is the most important thing you should be concerned about. In the KJV, he said, he said you worry yourself about too many things, mm-hmm. but there's only one thing. The Bible says, but one thing is needful. Yeah. And Mary has chosen that good path. That's what the KJV said. The only one thing is needful. So all of these things are good. Mm. These things are, you know, things that we should want to do as Christians. Yeah. But this is the thing that is actually needful mm. for us as Christians. To be at the seat of Jesus and listening or reading mm-hmm. as we do our quiet time. Of course. I have a question though. Mm. If it's not too, what's it called? Icky. No, no, intimate. Like, what do you do in your quiet time? Like, how do you do it? Um. So the thing is that I always do my quiet time in the morning. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing about me because I've just woken up. I've not, nothing in the day has really distracted me that makes sense i haven't picked up my phone it's just me and my bible and god mm-hmm. you know so oh, and I, another thing i do is that i use my physical bible that helps yeah, me a lot you know yeah, i don't yeah, use my phone cool. you know and then i always try to make sure i know down whatever i learn now because i pray about and I always I, obviously i always pray beforehand for the holy spirit to minister to me and to give me like a deeper level of understanding and then I read and I try not to, I try to focus on like, I try not to read like a whole chapter. I mean, I try to like focus on one yeah, section that I want to really grasp. Mm. And um, yeah. So for me, um, so I'm doing something which I really want to change right now concerning my quiet time. I do my quiet time in the evening mm. and I want to do it in the morning. Mm. But what I really, really want to do is Joshua 1A, mm. you know. So, nice. yeah, meditating nice. on it day and night. Mm. So for me, I want to, like you were saying how you do your quiet time in the morning, you said, ah, but am I really going to just go to bed without doing, you know, mm-hmm. I want to I wanna change my quiet time from just being in the night or in the morning for, I, in the morning I read, in the evening mm-hmm. I read, you know, because in the morning and in the evening, like, mm-hmm. you know, day and night. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the way I do it basically is, um, obviously I take my Bible, just like um, from I do a physical Bible mm. and um, I have my notebook mm. and then I read this I take the scripture or the chapter mm. or the passage whatever I'm doing take it and I, what I usually like to do is write it down so oh. that can try to help me to memorize it a little bit mm. by the grace of God and then um, I just try one of the things I, I pray for is Ephesians 117 mm. which says that um, and, um, that um, you be filled with the spirit of revelation mm. and um, wisdom in the knowledge of him mm. and I also pray Psalms 119 verse 18 which says open my eyes and mm. may behold wondrous things out of thy law and I also pray Jeremiah 32 verse 3 which says call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know so I'm basically praying for the spirit of revelation that hey God open my eyes I want to see the Bible also says um, believe in 2 Corinthians 
no first first Corinthians two verse uh, verse ten that no I no ISC no ASF no is an incident to heart of the man the things which God has prepared for you but verse eleven says but the spirit of God reveals these things unto us mm-hmm. and the spirit of the Bible also says how the spirit reveals the he the spirit you know he he no one knows the mind of God except they said the spirit, the spirit. Mm. and then the spirit reveals the deep things here yeah, the deep things of god so basically i'm just praying i'm all these yeah. prayers are basically about revelation mm. show me things i didn't know of yeah so that's how i stop and then you know i like to also have some worship music in the background oh, to yeah. really create an atmosphere and then from there um like i believe pierre he, he preached in his message that you should have your lamp. That's my setting. That's my setting. So I have my lamp on. I turn off my light. It's just my lamp on my desk. And then I just start. So really with me, what I try and do is, just like the scripture said, like being at the feet of Jesus. Mm. Like it's not like, I know some people like to do soap. The Mm, soap method, like scripture, um, observation, application, application and prayer. I really just, it's kind of like, whatever I, whatever I take, I, I can get yeah. from the scripture, I write it down. Mm. So I see it just as, because I pray for the Holy Spirit, the Bible says yeah. in Luke 11, verse 30, like if you be in evil, can give good Christian children, how much more do you have in your father? When you ask for the Holy Spirit. So like, in my opinion, I've already asked mm. in John 14, 26, where the Bible says, and the comforter will come, and he'll teach you all things. So I asked, hey, Holy Spirit, okay, be my teacher. So I've asked him to be my teacher. Why would he not do that? Yeah. The Bible has told me that if you're if you are evil and you can do this, how much more your heavenly Father who's good? Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, it's like the Holy Spirit is there. So as soon as I start doing my quiet time, He's in my midst because I've asked for Him. So why would He not be there? Mm-hmm. So then I just write down everything that comes into my mm-hmm. my brain mm-hmm. about that scripture, how it applies to my life, how I can change this mm-hmm. and this. And I just write everything down, mm-hmm. and at the end, I pray a prayer concerning what I've read. Mm-hmm. That's basically my quiet time. I believe that the Holy Spirit is in my midst mm-hmm. when I read it. I mean, I believe we, we read um, Zephaniah 3 verse 17 yesterday yeah. in church. Yeah. And you said that, um, what is it? The Lord that God in the midst of me. Yeah. So he's in my midst. Yeah. That's what I believe what I'm doing. So I don't really have like a really structured, quiet time mm-hmm. where it's like Meaning, bam, yeah. bam, bam. But rather it's more as just spirit as a spirit. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you do it? Mm. Um... But before now, also, yeah, like I, I keep saying, um, coming to church with because I was at home and I have three siblings, yeah. so it was just a thing of before now, my quiet time, like the morning, like I said, I do morning and night, so the morning was usually just to take the books, I would get like a devotional, like read, like specifically in Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> but, um, the past <coughs> month or two months or so, it's like basically what you guys said, I told them the lights to put on the mu- put on music. Mm. and pray i found that that prayer helps so much it's like holy spirit i want to see what you want me to see in this mm. word like i don't just want to see what i've always known because i grew up in church and i know that this is what this thing says this is this is how they interpret it no i want to see like what are you telling me what are you teaching me from this thing mm. Mm. and it's like yeah you read it and i read some things and even though i've seen before I, I, i'm like hold on like what does this what does this mean like why what what's this person what what does it mean when you say this and yeah. then you know, Google search it exactly. or step Bible, mm. find out what the original word is and oh, it gives yeah. deeper understanding mm. and yeah, when I find that out, pray about it. I meditate sometimes I write like notes put it on my laptop mm. so I'm seeing it regularly. Mm. And yeah, pray about it, then pray cover my day like with the Holy Spirit and yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I think um a good thing is 
to see your, your, your quiet time, not just as a quiet time, but it's also, I like to do my quiet time as a, as a Bible study. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, sometimes I don't even know what the difference is. Mm. To me, the two are the same. The only difference I would say is like, when it's with multiple people, mm-hmm. yeah. I call that a Bible study. Yeah. But if it's just me and God, I see that more of my quiet time. But I believe a Bible study might be where you're looking at it more logically. Yeah. Whereas a quiet time is where you're looking at it more spirit-led. Mm-hmm. You know? That's another yeah. thing. That's why I didn't used to take my quiet time seriously. Because I do like, I have like more structured Bible study. Whereas like, I look at it more, let's say academically. Like what was Paul saying? Who was he talking to? What was the context? Like to get the main yeah. thing. So because I used I have that, I used to feel like, let me just remember every morning. But recently I started taking it more seriously. Yeah. And I think when you take it more seriously, you just realize you won't. Before, maybe I think when you're just like, okay, I'm going to read it to take a book, yeah. 10 minutes, you're done. Mm. But when you really go deep, mm. you see that hey, you're spending 30 minutes, or an hour, or even maybe two time hours. Like, you have something you don't even know like, how long, and like, you're just spending a lot of time there. Some like for me, like, not to be prideful or anything, but like if I spend, like if I'm going to do my quiet time, I need to know that this thing. I'm going to do it properly. I won't spend less than an hour. So I have to make sure I'm on allocating that time. Mm-hmm. If I see like the time is short, then I'm like, okay, I have to do it in the evening or something. Mm-hmm. Because if I do it now before school, like maybe I've woken up a little bit late, I know there's no way I can have a proper quiet time mm-hmm. where I'm really edified and I'm really blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I need to, it's like, imagine you're just limiting the spirit of God in uh, your quiet you time. Want the you want to feel the fullness yeah. of God and then you're just, you just, cut him off like yeah, the revelation is now starting to flow you know? <laughs> I that, no, no, you know so yeah when you when you when you become serious and you understand that quiet times actually me spending time with god yeah you will not just mm-hmm. you can't it can't be a short thing where it's just like mm-hmm. hi bye you, know, you, spend, <laughs> you spend time but mm-hmm. um i think one more scripture i'd like us to look at mm-hmm. is matthew 7 verse 21 not everyone that says can i go in either yeah read not ev- sorry. Ew. sorry it, it moves to the next not everyone that said unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven yeah, keep going, sorry. many will say to me in that day Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. You know, you know, um, sometimes I think people, they have a feeling that, wow, look at this man of God. Yeah. He's prophesying, he's casting out demons. Do you know you can do all of that because of just... Because the Bible says the gifts of God are without repentance. Mm. Yeah, his prophesying is a gift. Mm. Yeah, the Bible says he's giving gifts unto men. He's mm. giving some, and he's giving some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers, all for the edifying and the perfecting of the saints. So actually, these are just gifts. Mm. Yeah, him being able to do this is a gift of God. Mm. Hey, hallelujah. Mm. But the Bible is saying, mm-hmm, I never knew you. You've done all of this, but yeah, I didn't know you. So for me, my quiet time is my time. Mm. Allocated for me to know God mm-hmm. and for Him to know me, because it's not like it's not like God doesn't know you, because yeah. He made you. Yeah. Yeah. He said He told Jeremiah, "I knew you from from your mother's womb. Yeah. I knew you." And that that knows. I think it's the same word that was used in Genesis, where like Adam knew his wife, 
know, oh, they're yeah, trying yeah, to be PG. Yeah. It's like intimate, like intimate, like mm. exactly. So relations, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. You're yeah. all up. I, I didn't even think about that. That's a revelation. Right yeah. So that that's the the knowing of in, that's an intimate knowing. Like I know you in a deeper sense. Like God knows you, but when you when you know someone, they know you. Because I think in Genesis four, I believe is where it says that Adam knew his wife and they conceived. Right. So basically it's talking about that intimate knowing mm-hmm. and that's where you're really for me it's a time to fellowship with the Holy Spirit the Bible says um, in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14 the love of God mm-hmm. uh, and the grace uh, the, the love of God the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with yeah. you so the fellowship, fellowship that is the time to fellowship with the Holy Spirit and that is where you really get to know God true yeah the, another word can be the communion of the Holy Spirit Right. Mm-hmm. So if we actually go and Google, what does communion mean? What does it mean to commune with someone? Mm-hmm. And I'm just let's just Google this real quick. Communion. It says the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts mm-hmm. and feelings, especially on a mental or spiritual level. True. So it's our time to commune with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. On an intimate, uh, intimate. Uh, so it's a, it was where we exchange intimate thoughts and feelings, mm. especially on a mental or spiritual level. And I feel like the only way that can be possible is during a quiet time. Literally, just mm. that's because think about it. Imagine, imagine when your parents wanted to make you your when your parents had sex to have you. Mm. That some other person was just standing there. Hey. How comfortable yeah. do you feel? That how that like how can you you can't yeah. get intimate in such a setting? Yeah. You know, or other people are there. There's louder. No, hey. but that intimacy. That's why I I like to call it the secret place. Because mm. I don't I don't sound some way. But even if your parents are having sex today, mm. even when you're in the house, it's it's they won't tell you. Mm. It's secret. They, even if they've done, you don't know that they've done it. It's yeah. secret. That's a secret place. In the same manner, we should see that. This is an intimate time yeah. with the Holy Spirit to get to know God. Like, this is where God reveals himself to me. Mm. It's just me and God, and I'm getting closer to him. Uh, and that's the place. That's where he knows me. So that in the last days, he won't say, depart from me, I never knew you. Mm. Rather, he'll say, hey, well done, my good and faithful son. Because he knew me on an intimate level. Because mm. God can know you, and he can also know you on an intimate level. Yeah. And intimate level, it, 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 it requires, about, like we, wrote, we, we read in the description, or the explanation of what communion means is an exchange. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, and, and obviously, you're the one being changed because God, God will not change. Exactly, it's, the exchange is for you, exactly. for you, it's for your own good. You know, yeah, because there was a time I there was this particular thing I was struggling with, and it's like, even in the midst of doing social media ministry, I was like, I was saying God that I can't be doing this thing like. People are going to, I know that your power is in people are going to be changed, people are going to be saved, but this is me, like, I'm not being changed, I'm not growing, I'm not, I'm still dealing with this particular thing, and it was like, what's it called, yeah, I was, every time I read that place, I'm scared, it's like, mm. well, not, not bad scared, but like, I need to be serious, it's like, yeah. I can't, yeah. Another thing, you know, Second Corinthians 3, I believe, because I believe that when you do your quiet time, Mm. Uh, and you call on the Holy Spirit, he'll be there because um, in Luke, Luke, um, what's it called? 11. 11, yeah, Luke 11, verse 13, literally ensures us of that. And 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 mm. says, 
that now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So yeah. actually, do your quiet time. When you call on the Holy Spirit and he's in that moment, that's your opportunity, like we said, the communion of the Holy Spirit or the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, right? That is your time to be with the Holy Spirit. Mm. When you're one-on-one with him, the Bible says that the anointing breaks yokes. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm. The anointing is the Holy Spirit, by the way. So, that is actually your opportunity to break free from any, from situations. To be set free from, you know, um, worries. Mm. And another thing the Bible says in, in um, John 16 verse 13 is that and this, when the Spirit of truth is come, He will guide you in all truth. Mm. Now the Bible says that ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Mm. Yeah. So we're realizing that the spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Do you get that? Yeah. So if the Holy Spirit is there, He reveals the truth unto you, right? And you are set free. So not only is it a, is it a place where we get to know God, it's not only is it a place where we become more intimate with Him, we fellowship with Him, we commune with Him, but it's a place where we can be set free. Yeah. It's where God reveals truth to us. Me, I didn't even notice. I mean, it's right now that we're yeah, <laughs> to find this out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm being blessed by what yeah, I just said. Yeah. But yeah. So, mm. yeah, quiet time, man. Very important. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. It's, and it requires closeness. Yeah. But we say intimacy. Intimacy is done in secret. Yeah. You can't be. Yeah, I just have one tiny question. How do you guys like find the scriptures, like the chapters I want to read? Mm-hmm. At the moment, I'm using uh, what's it called? I have a devotional, but I try not to limit myself to the commentary. Obviously, like I just look for, look at the scripture. There's daily scriptures. I read the scripture. I'm like, that's for the Holy Spirit. But yeah, that's what I do at the moment. Mm-hmm. So with me, what I try to do is I be, I try and be spirit led mm. with my um Bible um Bible reading because I believe that it's the Holy Spirit that can. It's when the spirit truth and he'll come, he'll guide you and all truth, and he'll not tell you of himself, but he'll tell you what he has heard. He has heard me say something and he'll show yeah. you things to come. So basically, the spirit of truth, this the Bible, the Holy Spirit can lead you. Yeah, the Bible says acknowledge him and you direct your past, right? So if I acknowledge the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? Mm, exactly. So like, hey, he will lead you, he'll yes, guide you. Yeah, and through the Holy Spirit, I've been led to it's not like he's only showing me things I scriptures I already know. He's showing the scriptures I've encountered through the Holy Spirit, I never knew about. Exactly. Like, what will make me go and read Jeremiah 22, mm-hmm. verse 2? Like, what will make <laughs> me go? Like, I don't even, yeah. what am I reading Nahum? Why am I reading Nehemiah, <laughs> Zephaniah? Like, what, what, what will make me even go to Isaiah? Yeah. You know? And but, Isaiah is the last scripture. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, some of these are Malachi, Michael. Mm. Why am I reading these things? Mm. The Holy Spirit has let me there. Yeah. So, I believe that you can really be spirit that in a quiet time. And sometimes the Bible, the Holy Spirit can tell you, I want you to, to learn about me. I want you to learn about love. Yeah. I want you to learn about forgiveness. Mm. I want you to learn about Jesus. I want you to learn about the Trinity. These are things I've heard the Holy Spirit yeah. And I just try and follow that. Follow that. But one of the things is, it's like, okay, I'll always be spirit led. But if I don't know to read, one of the things is that, okay, you read John. Mm. And mm. I, I receive yeah. direction that if you don't know what to do, read the words of Jesus. Mm. That's it. Mm. So that's how I do it. It's quite similar to mine as well like because sometimes i might just like wake up in the morning and i'm like oh did you just a book that comes to my head yeah. i just read it or another one is that like if let's say something is happening or let's say i just maybe during the preaching or something i came across a story of maybe hannah or someone like that 
it's like it just ministers in me and i just read it and you know it's really essential because like whatever i'm fa passing through at that point in my life at that point in my life reading that verse actually helps me reading the book or the chapter actually helps me yeah. But yeah. I I even forgot to say um I one thing I remember sharing with some people over there um actually going to church and what the preacher preaches is actually the expectation I believe from the preacher is that we go home and study. Mm. study. Mm. So if you don't if like really like you really don't know what to read. Exactly. One of the like the easiest thing we can do is take your Saturday or yeah. some people Sunday or as a Saturday mm. message. Take the notes and pick maybe you can because there's so many scriptures as well. You talk about Zephaniah, mm -hmm. about John 14, 17. What other scripture did you buy if you quoted? He I mean you read like Zephaniah from like yeah. verse yeah. some yeah. like six so, to seventeen, yeah. you know. Yeah. There's so much that you can can break it apart and use it every day. You have something to read until next Saturday. Mm -hmm. So it's like really and truly we can never say like, oh I don't know what to read. Mm -hmm. Like there is always going to be something. So mm -hmm. the preachings that like, we hear the preachers preach. It's actually just to lead us back to the Bible. Yeah. No, the expectation is that we listen to them and then we're not going to read the Bible, yes. but rather that we take what they've done and we go deeper. Deeper, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, Amen. I think we've talked. I've, I've definitely talked a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So yeah, guys. Basically, um, I think in all seriousness, um, the most important thing is that um, I pr I, I pray that. Um, this what we just discussed um, has given you a better understanding yeah. of your quiet time and I believe that the reason why we don't do things most of the time is because of a lack of understanding mm. so when we don't understand why we're doing it it's, it makes it hard for us to do it but when we have an understanding of something you know I believe that it's being revealed to you through what um, the words that we've just um, spoken yeah. Um, yeah. by the grace of God it was all say what we said yeah um your in understanding has been increased because understanding is actually a spirit mm. so um i just pray that the spirit of understanding fills each and every one of your hearts Amen. as you listen and i pray that um you will be able to take your quiet time more serious understanding mm. that actually it is your opportunity to, to fellowship with god mm. to commune with him like we, we just discussed it's yeah. actually an exchange of intimate um thoughts and feelings yeah and um and especially on a mental or spiritual um, level mm. and it's also your time to um, you know be at the feet of Jesus like mm. we read in Luke 10 so um, don't take your quiet time for granted mm. um, your quiet time will also ensure you knowing God and on the last day in the last days him not sending you hey I know only <laughs> apart from Hi. you but rather he'll be able to tell you God am I going to do and that's what we yeah. all want to hear yeah. you know I, I always I remember one of the things I always used to tell people in outreach evangelism is that you know um if i just came up to you and i said let's go to your house right now what would be your response and most of the people usually say yeah. no yeah. like i don't know yeah. you like what and that's the same thing yeah. like why would you expect god to let you in his house yeah. he doesn't know you mm. yeah, maybe you go to church mm. yeah we call it the house of god yeah like the mount, mount zion mm. you know the house of the Everything. lord of jacob yeah but is it <laughs> but yeah but um, would that qualify you to get into that into heaven's gates? Mm. Yeah, would that qualify you to get into heaven's gates? And that's good. I'm seeing that for outreach out. Yeah. Me too. Would that qualify you? So what you realize is, for you to get into heaven's gates, 
you need to know God. And like Naza said, on an intimate level. Mm. And I think the most important thing here is intimate. Mm. Intimate will, will give you an understanding that it's not about intimacy can never be achieved with people around you. No, 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 no. That's why it's not just about going to church. Going to church is important, but more important is your quiet time. I don't want to take away from church. <laughs> yeah, going to church is very important. Yeah, yeah the Bible says in Hebrews 10 25 that we should not neglect the gathering of the yeah, saints. True. Rather encourage ourselves more and more. You know. So that is very important mm. according to the scripture. If you know if you're a Bible believing Christian, you know that's important. But the Bible actually says that only one thing is needful. So you say that this is the most important thing that you see out of the with you and you're with him. You're getting to know him on an intimate level. Intimate means one-on-one, alone, secret place, just you and God. You've closed your, your cupboards, you've shut your door. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, the Bible also tells us that he will reward you. Reward you. Mm-hmm. He wants to be rewarded too. Amen. I also want to be blessed. I want to be rewarded. Amen. So, on that note, we're signing out. It's been a blessing. The Spirit of God is here. The Bible says we're to be a guide. Yes, so with them. So I believe the mm-hmm. Spirit of God is here with us. Yeah. Speaking. And uh, yeah. Bye. Bye.